I'm Kerry Rowett, and this is the Align and Attract podcast, helping you to create your version of an aligned business. Let's dive into today's episode. Aligning your schedule. I thought it would be really interesting for us to spend some time thinking about alignment from a time, space, and scheduling perspective. We are approaching the end of 2021 as I record this episode. And I don't know about you, but I do find at this time of year, I do start to cast my mind ahead to the new year. And I do start to think about changes that I might like to make or changes that are happening that I want to be really proactive about. So I'd invite you to join in with this process with me. I'm going to be talking about you know my process and the things that I'm considering. And of course, what I would recommend for you is that you think really specifically for yourself. So use this as an opportunity to analyze and reflect on how you feel about your current schedule, thinking about anything that does feel unbalanced for you and look ahead to next year, or if you're listening to this, not at the end of 2021, just looking ahead to, you know, the next natural block of time, whether it's next quarter, the next financial year, whatever makes sense and start to consider what changes would I like to make and put plans in place so that those changes can happen. I think taking this kind of control of our schedule, sometimes we might feel like aspects of our schedule are outside of our control, but really recognizing the aspects that are within our control and recognizing the ability we have to create a sense of flow within our day and within our week. I think it's really powerful and I really think it can set you up for success and also perhaps more importantly, or at least equally as importantly, a greater sense of happiness and well-being. So let's have a look at this. So I thought I might start out by talking about what this looked like for me in the earlier stage of business, because this will be where some of you are at right now. For me, this was pre-kids. So when I was thinking about my schedule, I will be honest and say the first priority was work. It really was. And it was my clients and it was my business. And so some of the things I looked at to align my schedule with things like having designated client times. So I might've only had one client book in already for a particular work day, but that was my, for example, 11 o'clock client. So if you wanted to book in, you would be offered, you know, this session or this session time. Those session times would be very consistent. For me, those session times were one hour and I always scheduled a half an hour between clients because I needed a little bit of an ability to run slightly over if I needed to for that particular client on that day, but also so that I could just refresh myself and take a break, 
have some water, take a bathroom break if that was needed, have some food, something else, and be ready and fresh for my next client. That was something that was really important to me. I also considered my maximum number of clients in a day. When I worked with clients in person in Melbourne, that number was five. And I knew that if I saw six clients in a day, I would have a pretty high likelihood. I reckon maybe a 50% likelihood of waking up the next day feeling like I was hungover. (laughs) Because of the nature of kinesiology, it's very, it's energy work. And oftentimes my clients as well can bring a lot of emotion to their sessions, which is totally appropriate. And I love, and that, you know, it has this kind of effect that when you're doing a lot of that kind of work, it does, um, yeah, well, that's the effect it created. Certainly in me, I'd have to be very conscious of my hydration and could very easily end up feeling, uh, really quite foggy the next morning. But sometimes I honestly did do it because I would, I was quite often very booked out and, I would have so many clients that I loved that if they asked me for a session and I knew I had that six up spot, I would give it to them. So I did have to, you know, eventually learn from that and really try and stick to the five. These days online, I certainly don't find I can work with that many people. It's a lot of sitting. Uh, now these days, my maximum would certainly be four and my real comfort level would be to work with up to three clients in a day. Um, I would also have a boundary around like what would be the latest time that I would see a client when I used to work in the city in Melbourne, as you can imagine, and some of you listening would have been clients who would have seen me in the city. You don't want to be working too late. I would often make that last session 6.15. However, I did also see clients sometimes at 7.30 PM. So for those last sessions of the day, you can hear there was just like that 15 minute gap. Um, because at that time of day, I kind of prioritized being complete earlier rather than, um, having that half an hour break in between. I also had really set work days. Uh, for those of you who work in person, you will really understand that because you are often paying for a clinic space by the day. So you really learn, of course, to contain your clients to specific days uh, rather than having a greater number of days that are available and those days not being booked out. And I have sustained that now working online, even though I, you know, before I had children, certainly you could see clients across five days really, or, you know, even on a Saturday, if you wanted to, I did tend to prefer to keep to a set number of days where I saw clients so that I had a bit more freedom on the other days. And I'd also have times where I'd be working on the business and times when I could, for example, back in the day, blog these days, (laughs) podcast, um, write newsletters and things like that. So, you know, I've spoken a lot about work there. And then on the fringe of that, really quite honestly, this is me being very transparent, then I might have consideration for exercise, even things like meals. I mean, when I saw clients in person, I always had a meal break and that kind of thing, but meals and friends and social and those things, I must admit, were 
fairly deprioritized. I guess I saw myself as being in a real business building phase. I was very passionate about it. It takes a lot, you know, it takes a lot of energy and a lot of focus. So, well, it certainly did for me. And so I just had beautiful friends, um, but I did not prioritize seeing those people as much as I actually do these days. So that's interesting. And it would be really interesting if you haven't already listened to episode 34 of the podcast that was about being intentional with your friend and support network. I highly recommend it and that you go and listen to that episode and use it to do a little bit of an audit and a review and a reflect on your current friends and your support network because maybe like me and I certainly see this for a lot of my entrepreneurial clients and also friends it can be the case that friends very close friends are deprioritized or you invest a lot of time in friends who are even just online because you connect but then you don't have so much value placed on the in-person friends that can be totally fine obviously but it's interesting to really reflect on that I think so you can find that episode at alignandattract.com slash blog slash 34 so now let me talk about what it looks like for me today because I've got children so you may relate relate more to past Kerry or to current (laughs) Kerry and I guess it's probably not something we typically talk about is it how do we actually structure our week and what do we consider first and I actually had one of my close friends pay me a really beautiful I guess I would I felt like it was a compliment the other day and she said Kerry you just seem to actually fit everything in like you've got time for your partner you have time lots of time with your kids you've got time for your business you exercise you have time for yourself you have time for friends like she just made this observation and honestly it's been very intentional so as I'm talking this through of course use this to reflect on what's going on for you right now, really celebrate what's going very well and what you're really happy about. And if there's anything that doesn't feel so balanced, perfect opportunity to do a little tweak. So for me, kids are actually first on my schedule. And some people might say, oh no, but your your kids shouldn't be first. You should put yourself first. And that's all very well. And also I put my kids first. (laughs) That's just the reality for me with two really young children. My children are two and four. I do consider my own needs and I consider their schedule first. (laughs) Um, You can see I'm quite sort of almost unashamed about it. It's like, that's just the reality. Like that actually does help my well-being. And then I can, I can totally make my own well-being work and my own happiness work. And I do around what I feel like is totally best for them. So like as an example, I go to the gym at least three mornings a week. However, if that didn't work for their schedule, I would do it a different way. You know, I would still prioritize getting my exercise, but it kind of works around what works for us as a family. So anyhow, the children. So with that, it's like at the moment, kindy next year, we'll have a, my eldest will be at school and then childcare. And so making that consideration for 
of course, where do they go? How many days do they go? What is currently best for them? And also for me, but you know, what really supports them to thrive? And my daughter goes two days a week to childcare. My son goes two days a week to kindy and he does an additional day of childcare. And very interestingly, this term, he is going to be doing a second day of childcare uh, about half the time I've put him in for some casual days because he is ready for it and he really wants to spend more time with his friends, which I find so fascinating because that is not the little human he was when he was younger. He was extremely mummy attached and he is so secure now and so confident that he can say, look, I really would like to spend more time at childcare and reassure mummy that she will be fine. In Like, seriously, he said that. It's like, mummy, it's okay. You won't miss me too much. <laughs> like, okay, thank you, gorgeous child. <laughs> Um, and I also put a lot of consideration into like their activities, the days that they're with me. Um, I'm always kind of tweaking and changing and doing different things based on what I can tell that they're really into and then, you know, what's going to really work for us. If I've got the two kids, what they're both going to really enjoy. And then the days I'm with Olivia, what's she going to really love? And I also, with my partner, you know, we schedule date nights and I always like to look ahead in our calendar and have at least a couple of holidays booked. (laughs) So we do have two scheduled ahead at the moment and we have just been on a holiday a couple of weekends ago. We went away for three nights. So that for me is a part of that real connection of making sure that we have scheduled time, that time just doesn't creep past and we haven't been anywhere that that's something I really keep um, front of mind and I take responsibility for organizing that because I just know I am the person who can plan that then I've also got like I mentioned earlier this much greater consideration for my own friendship network so I've got one of the friends one of my friends we go to the gym together and there's another friend now who's also joined the gym so I see her there as well I have got now three different groups of women (laughs) would you believe that I do dinners with and those dinners are like once a month or in one case so it's bi-monthly and that to me is just such a beautiful thing to do and I love the fact that it is scheduled rather than thinking I would love to catch up with people and then each time you want to organize something it can seem like it's a bit of a hassle it's like one of these dinners is the first Friday night of every month um you know it's just a very routine type of thing I do two work days and as I mentioned I see you know normally it would be about three clients a day I also do do some fairly like early mornings, like an eight o'clock client sometimes. And I also do a few early evenings um, for clients who are in the UK or Ireland or Europe to accommodate that schedule. So that's a little bit of, you know, what it looks like for me at this particular season with my schedule. So I'm wondering what it looks like for you. And then why I've been personally thinking about this recently, like I said, I always do think about it for the new year. And I'm aware that my partner, Sean, um, he's got a quite a big business himself. Well, a lot bigger business than mine. And 
he is going to be doing a lot of travel next year. So as soon as those borders open in Australia, they're going to be off like a jet. (laughs) And like, for example, they're talking about doing at least four trips to the States next year and and interstate trips and so on. And those international trips like to the States will be up to two weeks at a time. So you can imagine that's really, you know, throwing out in my mind, my beautifully aligned schedule. However, it doesn't have to be the case, does it? Because we can plan ahead and I'm already thinking about, okay, what are the key elements of my schedule? The kids will be the same in terms of their routines. I will have three days a week with Olivia, which will be different to this year. So I'll really already starting to think about the best activities for us to do together. That's fine. And I'm also thinking about what kind of additional childcare slash babysitting, perhaps even a PA that I'm going to need so that I can still have my life functioning and feeling aligned with my schedule so that my life does not just become I work and then I'm with the kids, you know, that I can still fit in my friend time and my personal um, time and exercise time and so on. So that's kind of where I'm personally at at the moment. Additionally, Charlie will be at school and that means he's going to have school holidays. So look, he may do some holiday care or whatever. And, but I may also have that time um, with him. So that's going to affect my work schedule. So yeah, super interesting to think about. And I would love to hear from you. So you might like to come over and share with me on Instagram. I'd be so interested at Kerry Rowett and let me know like, where are you at now with your scheduling? And the thing I'm most interested in is, is there a change that you plan to make? Or is there something that we've talked about today that's sparked an idea for you or a realization, or you've just kind of reflected on your own schedule. I mean, my schedule is kind of irrelevant in a lot of ways. It's just more like the idea of thinking about your schedule, you know, and then you reflecting on it at the same time, kind of like walking alongside me thinking, oh yeah, that's it. Yeah. I actually, I love this part of my schedule. I don't like that bit. I should add this and so on. Um, yeah, so I'd love to hear about any changes that you commit to making. And I just think, as I mentioned at the start, it can make the hugest difference to your level of happiness and well-being. And one really interesting thing I'll just wrap up by saying is, you know, we're talking about my schedule and you've heard how... I used to be so incredibly work focused and my business at its most successful, like in terms of revenue, I guess. And you know, that means number of clients and impact and so on was the year that I fell pregnant with my son. So that was, you know, my revenue had reached its highest level. And would you believe that my revenue has hit that same level? I mean, I have to laugh because I'm just like, hang on a second, look at how balanced my life is these days and all of these other priorities. And I value my clients incredibly. And of course, I've got other things like Align Attract and the Launch Success Kit and the DIY Kinesiology Kit and so on. Um, And 
It just has shown me, it's like my own evidence in my own life that being really intentional around my schedule and my time and in the way I structure my business, like you can really get that working for you and feeling and being incredibly abundant. It does not just have to be about working hard. So that last piece of I guess advice or um, that last insight is really for those of us who've got a business and there you know, are so many examples of people who could work much less than me and also make so much more than me and so much is possible. Thanks so much for being here and I cannot wait to talk with you next time. This was episode 37 of the Align and Attract podcast and that means you can find all of the relevant show notes over at alignandattract.com slash blog slash 37. If you enjoyed this podcast episode or you're just enjoying the podcast in general, I would love it if you could share it with a friend or you could even take a screen grab or a photo of yourself listening and share it on your socials. That would be so amazing and help other people to find the podcast as well. Thanks again and I will see you soon. Bye.